Thank you for downloading this episode of the Mac Report Podcast. This episode is brought to you by our subscribers over at themacreport.com. Their support allows us to bring you our coverage of Merrimack Athletics. If you are a subscriber, I thank you. And if you're interested in becoming a subscriber and gaining access to all of our coverage, head on over to themacreport.com today and sign up. If you don't want to subscribe but still want to support us, please rate and review our podcast over on Apple Podcasts. Once again, thank you to our subscribers for making our coverage possible. And now, on to this week's episode. Providence and Lowell back to back—they're not an easy couple of weeks. But uh, are there similarities in the way that they play? As you kind of you know, look back on this past weekend and compare for Lowell, are there, are there similarities in the way both teams play to a certain extent? Well, we we know they both play really hard um, without the puck. Uh, they're really very thorough uh, without the puck, and and they both you know they generally uh, do a great job in their own end, and they have very good goaltending. So. I think it's, you know, it's like just an extension of last weekend. We know we're going to have a very physical weekend. Um, it's going to be hard to find ice against Lowell, offensive ice. And uh, we're just going to need to work really hard to find it. And um, I thought we did that uh, pretty well on Friday. Um, not as well on Saturday, but uh, you know, still found a way to come out on top. But um, certainly I thought on Friday we were able to do that. And it's going to take that on on uh, this weekend as well. I think, I think they're just a really hard team to play on their own end and um, you know, getting through them through the neutral zone will be a challenge, but uh, Providence you know, probably partic- uh, probably prepared us for that fairly well. Question from Ian. Yeah, coach Lowell was the one team here locally last year that you guys didn't get to go up against. Obviously that was due to the schedule being set every week and things like that. But what if obviously things have changed a lot for both, Lowell and yourself what are what are some ways that you can kind of go back and look at some of the older film and learn from you know a game or games from two years ago against them or even you know more recently stuff that they've been doing well you know I think that uh, one of the strengths of Lowell is that you know they do the same thing over and over and they just do it really really well um and so um, you know, we mainly would watch them from this year. Last year, I didn't see them on film once because we never, obviously, we never played them, um, and we never, for whatever reason, our schedules were not such that we were breaking down other teams against them. So, I uh, didn't really spend a second on them a year ago. Um, I was spending a lot of time on them right now, and you know, they're just a really methodical, consistent, physical group that um, makes it real hard to, real hard to find ice and real hard to get to their net and. You know, they protect the puck very well. And, you know, they just, um, you know, I think you could watch them for five years ago and you'd know what they were trying to do. Um, their success is in the fact that they buy in and they get it done, uh, what they're trying to do as a group. So uh, I know we'll face a really tough team just because of how we've played them in the past, but also just knowing Lowell themselves. Question from uh, Mike McMahon. Uh, you kind of alluded to it uh, when you were talking about Saturday, but. Uh, I wonder, I mean, we've talked a lot about how, you know, you, you said in the past, you guys are in a position where you kind of need to learn how to win 
those tight games. And even maybe when you're not playing your best game, still find a way to come out with the victory. That's what good teams do. And that looks like, I mean, that's kind of what happened on Saturday. You, you want to play better, obviously, but did that feel like a step on Saturday where you guys were able to figure out a way, especially late to, to win a game where maybe it wasn't, you know, your best game overall? Yeah, I, I, I was really, you know, obviously we got great goaltending from Zach in the game and, and got a lot of win saves in the game from him. Uh, but I also thought that we, you know, they, they certainly dominated us in chances for, um, but I thought we did a great job in our own end. We blocked a ton of shots. Uh, I know that Nate referred to how many shots they missed the net on, but I'd like to think that that's because we had guys in lanes um, and it did a good job there. So, you know, I, I love the way we played in our own half of the red line um, against Providence on Saturday. I just, you know, I thought we could have had a bigger push. I thought we were playing really well, actually. Ironically, it was 2 nothing us in this first period. We were generating more chances at that point in the game, I thought. Um, we got the call on, on uh, Philip Forsmark, the penalty that gave them a power play, and I thought that that got them back into their game and got them coming after us pretty good, and they got the momentum from that. But uh, I love the way we responded our own side of the red line. I thought we, we stayed locked in. We didn't panic. Um, we played really well on our own end. Uh, we didn't give up second shots. And that's really, you know, that was the, the formula in that particular game to be successful. And I was happy we were able to execute it. Question from uh, John Leahy. Yeah, Scott, one of the key moments on Saturday was uh, Providence apparently tying the game in the third period. Uh, you guys challenged it and won. I'm wondering, uh, what did you see on that play? What caused you to challenge it? And did you get input from anyone in your decision to challenge it? Well, we, we had a, a couple of players who were on the ice who were adamant about it. Um, we did not get the opportunity to go upstairs uh, because of uh, the noise and what was going on at that time. We couldn't actually communicate with the press box, which was unfortunate. Um, but our, our guys on the ice were so, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, passionate about the fact that they thought it was offsides um, that we went with it and challenged it. You know, we've done that before and have not been successful, but you know, that late in the period, I felt that if it was a tie game and we did go to overtime, we get another timeout. So we didn't need it in overtime, no sense in saving it. Um, and with the way our players were re reacting on the ice, I thought, I thought they were very confident. Uh, looking how close it was, I'm not sure how confident they, why they were so confident because um, in live pace, you never would have known it was offsides. But once they slowed it down, uh, you could see that it was. But it was really close and we were really fortunate. Question from uh, Mike McMahon. Uh, Declan Carlisle has always, I mean, he's played a big role since he's, since he's gotten here as a freshman, but this year in particular, he's, he seems to have developed himself. He's probably one of the better defensemen in hockey. He's, uh, what, what have you seen from him? I guess where, where has he grown the most maybe from his freshman year to now? Because just when, when you look at all the numbers, I mean, he's, he's right up there with, with the best defenseman in the league. I think that his, um, He's really worked very hard. I mean, you know, all the credit goes to Declan and his, his effort and practice daily and in extra sessions. Uh, he's really improved his skating. Um, you know, I think it, and I remember with the draft last year, um, you know, guys, everybody who talked to us about him talked to us about his skating. I'm not sure a single person would talk to us about that right now, watching him play. Um, you know, he really has improved that area of his game, which has made him a more offensively impactful player. He's always been pretty good offensively, but that has made him more offensively impactful. Um, and he's played with some guys who have been able to cover for him and give him kind of a free reign. So I think he's been outstanding for us on both sides of the puck. 
Uh, his efforts to improve his skating has, is obvious. Um, and with the success it's bringing him is, is pretty exciting. Question from John Doyle. Hey, how you doing? I've uh, been in and out of this uh, Zoom meeting, so I do apologize if I asked this, but obviously uh, Coach uh, Friday night and Saturday going to be facing uh, one of the top goalies in the country in Owen Savory. Uh, what's, uh, what's it going to take to crack that code? Well, really, the, the key to getting uh, to Owen Savory is getting through the layers of defense that Lowell has in front of him. I mean, it's no surprise that Lowell's goaltending numbers are always real high. Um, because you, they're rarely, if ever, outnumbered at the net front and between the hash marks. Um, it's really hard to get to that area of the ice. Um, it takes a real persistent physical effort to get there. You're going to have to go through people, through traffic to get there. So, you know, this weekend, I think, um, you know, the most important thing won't be Owen Savory. It will be us getting inside ice uh, and us having an opportunity to get second chances. Uh, if we do that, you know, just like any goal in the world, if you get second chances, you, you up your opportunity to score uh, dramatically. And that's something that they don't give up a lot of. And, you know, we have to find that ice and try to own that ice. But uh, he's obviously a very talented goaltender. Uh, he's had a great career both at RPI and at Lowell. And, you know, it's, uh, he's just one of the great goalies in this league, though. I think we have a lot of goaltenders in this league that could, you know, wear the throne every once in a while, you know. And, and uh, we just played a very good goalie in Stauber. So I think it's more the defense that is a concern of ours. And if we can get inside ice and we'll see what we can do from there. But uh, that's, to me, that's the key get, get going, being successful against Owen. I'll take a question from Ian. Coach, students are back on campus this weekend. Um, I've heard that Lowell is busing students up to the game on Friday night. You got any message for any of the kids on campus who or looking for stuff to do coming this weekend and maybe where they should be spending their time. And especially now coming down the stretch this season with uh, what is now a, a very strong playoff push ahead. Well, I'm hopeful that, uh, you know, beginning of the season when the students were here, we had great crowds here uh, and a really exciting atmosphere. And we have a great building uh, when the students are here. So I'm really excited about the students being back. I'm, I'm sure our players aren't going to talk about it, but I'm sure they're going to notice it. Um, you know, certainly we are, we'd love to have them here. And hey, at the end of the day, um, we're all trying to do the same thing. And that's, you know, take Merrimack to the next level, but whether it be in hockey, basketball, or, uh, in the classroom and, and, uh, we could use their support and we would celebrate it if we can get it.